0: Saturdays around here are freshly served. We talk about lifestyle and leisure and more often than not food and drink. We like to bring in some of our favorite chefs. One of them is Dustin Wessa, who is known affectionately around here as the namul guy. He knows more about edible things along the side of a mountain than even your most seasoned ajumma may know because he's gained that experience firsthand himself. And he knows how to integrate all kinds of homegrown Korean ingredients into food preparation. But this week, we're talking about a different kind of homegrown Korean ingredient, tea uh korea has an astounding variety of tea and uh, a long tradition to go along with it chef dustin is here with me in the studio hey dustin good morning are you a tea drinker uh i was
1: originally a coffee drinker i think we we tend to as we come out of university all through the 20s and, and then i slowly started switching over to team tea uh, Did you within the last couple of years? Yeah.
0: Well, because I that was one of the questions is you know, the culture is evolving away from tea towards coffee, uh or at least the marketing and the, the, the revenue is is empowering all of these big coffee chains and scaty eight million uh independent little coffee shops, not tea shops. I guess that's just because of the high octane pickup that's easy to get from coffee rather than tea.
1: Oh yeah. I mean I don't if you go to a shop, don't you feel like I'm gonna spend four bucks on a roasted barley tea. Yeah. like it just doesn't really feel quite. You know, and that's just water when you go to a kimchi chike place. So,
0: <laughs> well, I mean, if it's like six thirty in the morning and I've got a full day ahead and I'm hating life, uh, I don't want to savor the gentle aromas of you know oh, roasted something. barley, roasted barley, or you know orange petals. Or uh, I want the quickest pickup mind focuser that i can and that is usually coffee that is like you know light sweet crude oil you know oh yeah i want it dark and black and so that's the mentality behind coffee of course there's a gourmet mentality behind coffee as well Mm. i don't want to diss coffee as just sort of this vehicle for caffeine lots of coffee gurus and experts out there but um in our rush to productivity we've kind of lost the art of appreciating tea
1: uh, that's, I mean, and to be honest, like if I'm looking at a, a cup of roasted barley and I pour a little bit of water over it, I'm thinking more like you're supposed to be the precursor to beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you you want to wait, let that sit for about six months <laughs> right, right, or whatever right, yeah, and, yeah. and come back and drink the beer. Well, let's talk in specific about some Korean teas that we can and will appreciate here today. When you drink Korean tea, what what is it that you're thinking of?
1: Uh, are we talking of pulling off a shelf, or are we talking of uh, just at home? If I could
0: snap my fingers and give you the Korean tea your heart desires, what would you say?
1: I would say aged black tea, and this is a, a personal preference. I'm a little a bit on the eccentric side as far as ingredients go, as we know. Mm. So I would, I would put some reshi in there. Reshi. What is reshi? That's yongji um, Bosot. The um, mushroom type of deal, right? It's a it's a wood conch, and it's it's got this like what what is it called? The Chinese translation translates to like thousand years mm. tea or something. If you drink it, you live for a thousand years. There's all sorts of
0: cancer research and things like that. Uh, um, yeah, I I imagine we have lost in the sort of the pivot towards coffee a lot of the long-term health benefits that tea probably can bring you you know i actually recently saw um paul
1: is is one of the leading mycologists in the world and him and his company i believe are producing reshi infused coffee oh wow so it's almost like the we're, we're trying to take baby steps back towards the tea.
0: Yeah, uh, I tend towards... I, I like omijata, like, you know, cold make a slow cold brew, and I use that almost, uh, keep a picture of it in the in the fridge, almost like a red wine substitute at night. Okay, I don't you feel the like tannins? Yeah. The tannins, and it mm-hmm. gives you that sort of mouth feel, right? So it's kind of a way to fool yourself into thinking you're having a glass of wine. I'll have to try that. Yeah. I think my C- liver would appreciate it. Exactly. Uh, so it's a good sort of um, detox Vehicle. And then a really well prepared uh, green tea is nice, you know? Right, where you warm
1: the pot first mm. and make sure that the temperature is all proper, nothing is scalded, mm-hmm. and the flavors remain delicate.
0: Well, that's the thing with tea, is that uh, various teas come with different preparations you know they say with a cup of uh, English tea for example you know tea bag tea or even free tea you're supposed to get the water as scalding as possible pour it directly on the hot black tea and then let it steep for a few minutes that's not the case with something like green tea right you're supposed to use uh, well, first off, you're supposed to pour the water in and uh, discard the water to start with, right, to get rid get of the it,
1: bitterness. Get rid of the and to, to heat up the vessel so that there's no drop in temperature as you're pouring. I, I guess that's that's the idea, yeah. right?
0: And then, then with slightly less than scalding water... You're supposed to pour it over the, the the green tea and let that not steep necessarily for right, a long just, time. A, a nice little warm bath. Yeah, there. a warm bath just kind of coax the green tea flavor out. Right. <laughs> um, so, and I, I find that you know green tea is so common that um, it's easy to overlook it as a really flavorful kind of tea.
1: I'm a big fan of jasmine. I remember being up in the, uh, the Himalayas and waking up in the morning and then having a, a cup of jasmine tea to just start the day. And then you have a cup of tea for breakfast, right? You have the yak butter tea, which is basically like fermented yak milk, salt, and it's uh, all sorts of just nutrients.
0: What does it taste like?
1: It tastes like uh, full cream, and it it has this kind of funk to it. Okay, but it's also salty. And I, um, they don't
0: try to sweeten it with things.
1: No, when I was there, it was just like you cut off a lump right there, and then just drop it into hot water, stir
0: it around, and yeah, yeah. All right, well, we've got a couple of steaming cups in front of us, and uh, you've whipped up a few local Korean teas. Uh, why don't we go through them real quick?
1: Okay, so. I got this um, from
0: a mountain. These are acacia flowers. So, you're, this is tea from the wild. This is not you sitting down in some shop in Insadong and picking these out. This is you foraging.
1: Uh, three of them, and one of them is kind of a 50 50 split. So, the acacia, I pulled that this last spring. It's dried. It's just acacia flowers. Very fragrant. Mm-hmm. And then we also have here a wild mint. This this is it's in the mint family. It's a crawling mint. You can find it in pine forests. And then mixed it with a little bit of dried ginger.
0: Mm. Okay, so let me just, I'm going to
1: try the acacia. I did not actually strain these teas. Mm. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's got a very earthy kind of thing to it. It's uh it's got almost a, a vaguely mushroomy kind of taste. That sort of
1: uh, was this the mushroom tea.
0: Maybe <laughs> is it the mushroom? <laughs> no, tea? no, this is the cashew flower. The mint tea is wonderful. That is just uh, exactly what you would expect. You find wild mint growing out there.
1: There's a there's a translation dispute. I think it's in the mint family, but it it might be in the cress family somewhere in between the mm-hmm. two, which means nothing to absolutely no one but me. So, yeah. um, and yeah.
0: once again, I mean, it always amaz- amazes me that you've um, put together this sort of encyclopedic herbology almost by yourself. What do you do? Do you just go out there and sort of take a picture and compare it to web searches? Or how do you learn?
1: Well, this one in particular, I was actually walking around last January um, in the mountains and the leaves had frozen over. We got hit with a cold spell and the leaves were shattering under my boots as I was just tromping through the forest Mm -hmm. and this mint kind of aroma wafted up from the forest floor and I looked down and went, uh... It's probably not going to kill me. And, I, you know, I poison myself a couple times a year. You yeah. always try it on yourself first. And yeah, here's one for science.
0: Smells minty enough.
1: Yeah. I'll boil it and drink it. Yeah, a cup of tea. And, uh, yeah, the, that's that's <laughs> the encyclopedia has come with a lot yeah. of blood, sweat, and
0: tears. Um, and then there's uh, what looks, I don't know, it's got the hue of... Of uh, sort of an English tea, what's what's in this one here? So that's
1: a that's a boy cha, that's an aged pu'er, and I, I bought that uh, when I was in the Himalayas. About ooh, God, that was that was nineteen years old, so a long long time ago. And then that's done with a toniang um, peel, just dried in there. A, a what peel? Uh, the English, is it like a
0: little orange or?
1: It's like an orange. It's the expense. It's the most. Like ex- a almost? Almost. It's the really expensive gear that comes out for a very short period of time. In English, we say setoka, which is obviously not English. Mm. But in, in Korean, it's
0: Chonyang, okay. I believe. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it tastes like I would expect a like a Chinese tea to taste, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in your perspective as a as a chef. Is do you think a lot about um, how to sort of pair food and tea, or even to use teas as sort of an infusion kind of thing in food?
1: Well, tea is an infusion. And then if you you boil that down, it's a syrup or a stock, right? Mm. And then you can use that as a gastrique or what have you. And tea is also just a method. Um, I drink a lot of really bizarre teas because what's the difference between Greek oregano and Mexican oregano? Two pots of tea. What? You you boil one and you boil the other and Uh you sit down and you drink a pot of tea of each and then the differences between the two strains of one species
0: becomes apparent. Oh, Through the taste of the tea. Right, right. Really? Yeah. One one is like uh, grassier or something? Right, right.
1: One is, w- this, uh, this has more floral notes. This one has a little bit more licorice on the back end or something like that.
0: I've wondered if, like, teas, various types of teas would be a good way to slow cook certain things. I've got a bag of lemongrass tea that I think I bought down in Thailand or something like that. And it's just uh, all of these sort of lemongrass twigs and various herbs and so on and i keep thinking i'm w- instead of drinking it as tea i might just uh, simmer it in a pot and then do a chicken in that water oh yeah certainly make you know? a stock
1: or take a, a big pot and then Dump in all of that, reduce it down to one-third, mm. put that into an ice cube tray, and then the next time you make yourself some Tom gum, you just drop one of those. That's in. what I'm saying. Something like there that.
0: There you go. Oh, yeah, you could sort of reduce it down yeah. into a stock, then freeze those as little units, and then you could sort of tie up whatever it is right, you're working just on. Just
1: throw it in as a, a little burst of flavor when you're doing your stocks or That's your sauces. or your.
0: Final tea of the lineup here. It's a lot of green. Is this a foraged one? I, I actually I pulled that off the side of a wall on the way here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Okay. Let me uh try a, try a sip of this, this this was my house, by the way. This is uh, should wall I be of magic. Are you drinking
0: these things? Are they, am I be, am I an experimental guinea pig here? Uh, I think the It's the it's really nice. It's uh spearminty almost with licorice uh if you could combine spearmint and licorice in one sip, okay. that's what's going yeah, on That's
1: there. That's about exactly it. In, in English, we call this anise hyssop. Mm. And um, anise hyssop in Korean is panga mm. Um It's starting to come back into style. It was big in the 80s uh, in the culinary world, mm-hmm. or 80s, early 90s. Um, uh, yeah. I would say probably, you know, if you see me picking random things off of random walls... Mm-hmm. There are a lot of random things that grow on random walls, not just one species or strain. I would mm-hmm. say, you know, don't do not try this at home.
0: Yeah, well, don't try it at home. I mean, what we've uh talked about in previous editions of your uh, herbaceous adventures is that you've spent a lot of time researching these herbs a b uh you're not doing it in random locations quite often you're picking it from your you know your own yard right. or something like that so it's not like you're going on to public areas and like uh, almost like mushrooms or anything else there's a danger inherent in it so stick with experts, but since you are an expert, and like you said you 've poisoned yourself several times along your journey of knowledge the road to becoming uh, an expert yeah, may as well may as well profit from your knowledge your hard won knowledge, but this is not like uh, some hobby that people should necessarily go out and take up, just picking herbs that look interesting to uh, to use. This anise thing, this licorice thing that uh, you've got, this could be something in, you could use in confections almost. Oh, yeah. yeah you, know, a lot of you could distill something, I don't know what. Uh, maybe a syrup, like you said, um, sort of a, a sugar syrup that would go nice uh, as a glaze. Maybe you could make uh, sort of a, a white licorice glaze and put it over biscuits or something like that a ham yeah Ooh. it's a little on the sweet side for ham honey glazed ham yeah or I, you glazed. could use this in mixology too you know this uh this licorice flavor you could either make your ice cubes out of it mm-hmm. um or you do could infuse your your simple sugar syrup which is then mixed with whatever your main drink ingredients you, would be you could do a a mock absinthe does have a little bit of an absinthe mm-hmm. thing going mm-hmm. yeah Absinthe it's not really big in Korea, is it?
1: No, and it's not really real either. I mean uh, anything that's called absinthe here is just more or less it's a brand name. Uh I don't know if we could find wormwood in Korea.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I want to. Right. Right, but uh absinthe is an alcoholic uh beverage which is what it's it's comes out of wormwood somehow.
1: It wormwood is infused into into the spirit mm. and it has Properties that are interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's not your usual
1: sort of tipple. So one of the things that uh, I was also thinking about is tea has more or less become. I mean, it has a lot of like we can do detox and whatnot. But tea in Korea right now, it's becoming almost like a condensed syrupy hangover cure, right? You, you go out for a night and then the next morning to get through your first round of meetings, you grab that, that miniature glass bottle and pound a yeah. whatever whatever it may be.
0: Sort of, you know, super strong, super sweet kind of uh, tea distillation. Yeah, they have
1: the the gay in there or the mm. whatever whatever wild or or medicinal constitute that is probably 0.002% yeah. but
0: so tea um, you know it offers long range health benefits and it also has uh, almost like a hanyak effect and certain uh, teas can be good the night after indulging
1: You you almost wonder if that's why people aren't
0: pounding espresso more than tea these days. Well, again, it's the cheap, quick delivery of caffeine, and coffee's always going to have that advantage, but uh, in terms of just the way this space that we're in uh, has become super fragrant by pouring a little bit of hot water into these various uh, herbal teas that you have found is such a, uh, a nice experience, and it's elevating in a way. So society needs to get a little slower and needs to start savoring its teas and get back to team tea this has been a public service announcement from the tea growers of korea all right dustin i will catch you again soon (laughs) yeah thank you